kids are obsessed with food that isn't always particularly healthy for you, especially pizza. Every so often, we would go out to different restaurants and I would always get the pizzas there. One day, we went driving to see if there were any new restaurants in town. I told my parents about the commercial I saw on TV for a place called Fred Bear's Family Diner, owned by a company called Fazbear Entertainment, which appeared to be a kid-friendly restaurant with animatronic mascot characters. I think their names are Fred Bear, Spring Bonnie, Freddy Fazbear, Bonnie the Bunny, Chica the Chicken, and Foxy the Pirate Fox. We drove around for a while and found Fred Bear's Family Diner was open not too far from home. And like any other kid, I got excited and begged my parents to go in. I didn't see why not. We walked in, and there they were, on their stages. Fred Bear, Spring Bonnie, in the main dining area. Freddy Fazbear, Bonnie the Bunny, and Chica the Chicken in one of the party rooms, and Foxy the Pirate Fox in another party room. I think it was called the Pirate's Cove or something like that. So we sat down and ordered the pizza. It was honestly pretty good. Fredbear and Spring Bonnie sang away on stage. The other kids sang along, and I joined in too. But I noticed someone at the back of the room was hiding underneath a table. He looked a lot younger and was down there crying. I could tell immediately that he was scared of the animatronics. Because I mean, come on, everybody was scared of big giant talking animals coming to life when they were younger. You never think it's someone in a costume or just a robot. I asked him why he was hiding underneath the table and where were his parents, but he refused to respond. I decided not to bother him, still finding it strange that this young guy was here on his own, somehow without his parents or any kind of supervision. But as I walked back to my parents, I heard a voice from behind me. I glanced back to find four boys who looked to be in their teenage years starting to walk over to him, dressed as the animatronics. Now, the boys were way bigger than me. There was no way I was going to try to intervene and help him. I knew what teenagers were like. They were tormenting him. He had this terror on his face, like I'd never seen anybody show before. I wasn't about to tell my parents, for fear the teenagers would start having a go at me too. When we were getting up to leave, the teenagers in the costumes were gone, but the kid was still under the table crying. He was looking over at Fredbear. He seemed absolutely terrified of him. I guess he was hoping Fredbear wouldn't see him and start walking over. The scene played on in my mind after we went home. From what I could make of it, one of those teens must have been his big brother, and he and his friends must have brought him to Fredbear's knowing how terrified he was of big animatronics. Because that's what big brothers do to their siblings. They torment them. And then one day, very early in the morning, I looked out the window and I saw a young boy being carried by four bigger lads. I heard one of them say, Let's go to Fred Bear's for your birthday, little buddy. Let's party with the bear. I immediately knew it was the kid, his big brother and his friends. They were at it again. My god, where the heck were their parents? I thought to myself. How on earth did they not know this was happening? I had to see what was going on. Still fearing the teenagers would start doing to me what they were doing to him if I rat them out to my parents or even call the police. 
I asked my parents, trying not to sound urgent, if we could go to Fredbear's today. Thankfully, they said yes. It was only about two in the afternoon when we arrived at Fredbear's. It usually wasn't packed until later in the night. We walked in to see balloons and a huge happy birthday banner over Fredbear and Spring Bonnie's stage. And there they were, pretty much the only other kids there. There was the kid on his knees, crying, begging them to stop. His brother and his friends called him names and made fun of him. Wow, your brother's kind of a baby, isn't he? It's hilarious. Why don't we help him get a closer look? He'll love it. No, please. Now this is utterly absurd. It was going too far. He only looked about seven for crying out loud. But still the voice in my head told me not to get involved, fearing what would happen. No, I, I don't want to go, screamed the kid. You heard the little man. He wants to get even closer. They laughed hysterically at his distressed cries. They brought him all the way up to Fredbear, kicking and screaming at the stage. Fredbear, being a robot, took no notice of the situation and continued to open and close his mouth as if only being tested for performance. Hey guys, I think little man said he wants to give Fredbear a big kiss. My heart rate shot up. Fredbear's mouth was sure to close down on his head. My heart started beating and the voices in my head went wild. Shockingly, there was no staff around. This was terrible management of the restaurant. On three. One, two, three. They shoved his head into Fredbear's mouth and it got stuck. The brothers laughed hysterically. But then suddenly his head was crushed in the mouth. And in a split second, they all stopped laughing. There was complete silence. And then there was havoc in the restaurant as other customers arrived and staff only took notice of the situation, all being at that point too late. Fredbear malfunctioned and stopped moving. The kid's blood was spilling out from his mouth. An ambulance and the police were called, everyone evacuating from the building. The big brother and his friends did the same. Only this time their hysterical laugh and smiles were gone. Their eyes were bloodshot, spilling tears all over their faces. My family went home, and the next day the story made headlines in newspapers and was all over the TV. Turns out he died in the hospital, not straight away. The blood loss was too much, and he died in a coma. The parents of Chris and his big brother, who reporters said his name was Michael Afton, were never found. Everybody was wondering where they were this whole time especially considering that apparently Michael's father, William, was actually a co-founder of Fred Bear's Family Diner, alongside a guy named Henry Emily. Fazbear Entertainment made the decision to shut down Fred Bear's Family Diner the following day, and it was left to rot from then on. This event was soon dubbed the Bite of 83.